0: mm mm-hmm. Hello and welcome listeners to another episode of Business BusinessLine's FieldNote Podcast, a weekly show on all things agribusiness. I'm your host, TR Vivek. You can listen to Field Notes on a variety of platforms. You will, of course, find us on our website, www.businessline.in. You can follow us on Spotify and Google Podcast apps for instant show alerts. We'd love to know what you think of the show. Please write to me your comments and let us know if you would like to hear anyone in particular on the podcast my email is in the description today we will be talking about farmer producer organizations or fpos an fpo is a collective of the farmers typically who pool their produce to get a better price from buyers instead of selling small parcels which minimizes their bargaining power as a collective they could also procure inputs like seeds or pesticides at cheaper rates through collectivization they benefit from the economies of scale the constituent farmers themselves are the shareholders of such an entity. India is of course famously a land of fragmented farmlands. The average size of a land holding is about 1.1 hectares. More than 80% of our farmers own just that much or even less. Collectivization of farm produce through FPOs is a cornerstone of Indian government's ambitious target of doubling farm incomes. It envisions setting up of nearly 10,000 FPOs across the country. Uh, To give us a perspective on FPOs and the challenges of of forming and running them, we are joined by Mr. Vilash Shinde. Uh, Mr. Shinde is the founder and chairman of Sahyadri Farms, Based in Nashik, it is by far the country's biggest FPO. It has in its fold nearly 10,000 farmers who own about 25,000 acres between themselves. Sahyadri has a revenue of 525 crore rupees. A lot of the grapes and other fruits grown by the collective are exported. Mr. Shinde himself was a smallholder farmer for a decade after completing his postgraduate degree in agri-sciences. Sahyadri is widely considered to be the model FPO. Besides earning precious foreign exchange through exports, Sahyadri launched its own range of branded processed foods like jams and ketchups to increase rural value chain additions in the agri-chain. Welcome, Mr. Shinde. It's a delight to have you on Field Notes.
1: Yeah, namaste everyone. And thank you, Mr. Vivek, for uh, this invitation. How are you, sir? Yes, I am fine. How are you? I am fine. Thank you.
0: Mr. Shinde, for the benefit of our listeners, could you tell us what is an FPO? And uh, how is it different from a farmer producer company or or an FPC or even a cooperative
1: like like Amul? The FPO is a uh, general terms farmer producer organization so the farmer Collective and farmer producer organization are equal words under farmer producer organization uh, the, under this concept you can form a cooperative uh, which is uh, normally under cooperative act of, uh, of the state cooperative acts and farmer producer company is another uh, way to form the uh, organization and producer company uh, actually is a legal entity registered under the company act and also okay. there is another uh, format of uh, APO uh, as a uh, self help group or uh, farmer group uh, encouraged by Navard. so these are actually different format of farmer uh, producer organizations producer company is a company act uh, organization cooperative is a cooperative act organization okay mr shinde tell us about how and why did the idea
0: of uh, sahyadri come about
1: uh, basically uh, the, this concept of sahyadri is evolved with my own uh, personal experience as a farmer and also as an entrepreneur, agri entrepreneur. in the first phase of my life, after completing uh, graduation in agriculture engineering, uh, the first uh, eight years period, actually, uh, I did a lot of experiment uh, for uh, different horticulture crops and also uh, some uh, agriculture uh, allied activities like dairy, vermicompost, mushroom farming. And all these activities uh, actually uh, failed uh, due to different reasons as I'm, uh, my background uh, i am actually from the joint uh, farming of family my father and my uh, five uncle all were dependent on farming uh, and uh, i joined them uh, with the vision that uh, i will make uh, some difference on my family's uh, farming uh, business but actually uh, due to different reasons as uh, all they were uh, already st- struggling uh, due to the different reason and i also faced the same uh, situation the capital uh, issue, high uh, uh, debt capital. Uh, then uh, sometimes the water uh, crisis issue. Sometimes the natural calamity issues, and uh, obviously the market issues. So all these uh, issues. Actually, uh, in the first this uh, phase of uh, eight years, I faced uh, uh, different multiple times and for different uh, instruments. And then uh, the obviously the result was uh, I just increased my debt. And then uh, uh, during that period, I I also work with. Uh, some NGO uh, also with the uh, Honorable Anna Azariji for village development program. As I, I did my post uh watershed development uh, program, so uh, as a part of that community development, so these are two uh, different experiments experiences on my uh, personal uh, uh, farming and also on the community development actually, uh, all this uh, idea and also the thought generated that why uh, I'm struggling if uh, I did. Uh, migration, pollution with distinction and so my thought is clear, Uh, as a profession uh, I choose uh, farming I am doing hard work, I am putting all my efforts, still I am struggling and on the other side uh, for the community development, for the village development, we are thinking that agriculture is the main uh, basic structure where uh, we need to change. So uh, actually uh, uh, with this understanding that I am struggling on personal level, and uh, every farmer is uh, struggling on the personal level, how the change will happen, How the whatever the, um, this uh, village development program uh, we are preparing. On paper, it looks uh, very attractive, but the reality is different. Uh, it is not actually uh, changing the rural community's life. So something is missing, and the missing factor, uh, which I understand that, as an individual, there are a lot of challenges. As an individual, I could not uh, scale up uh, my activity. I cannot take risks. I cannot compete in the market. I cannot be informed. I cannot uh, outreach. I also, I cannot wait. And uh, obviously, I cannot negotiate. And because of that, I am getting the um, actual uh, losses from uh, different multiple uh, stakeholders. So for that, I need to improve my uh, negotiation power. And on individual level, it's not possible. We need to have a better scale. And for better scale, uh, we need to bring people together with a professional uh, manner. Obviously, cooperatives are... We well, known structuring our country from hundred years uh, cooperative law is present in the country, and there are multiple uh, cooperatives uh, in the every part of the country. Uh, specifically in Maharashtra, you will see that every village is having uh, multi-purpose uh, village cooperative societies, uh, sugar factories, and also a lot of such cooperatives. But um, uh, there are also the, there also we saw a lot of challenges, and that uh, I realized that these uh, cooperatives is the missing of the community, but they fail because of the main reason of their uh, political utilization. Also, uh, the, um, the actual diversion from the main purpose. So, we need a collectivization uh, with the professional approach and with a clear uh, understanding uh, so that the cooperative will focus on the common problems. There will not be any further, um, uh, any uh, thought behind the cooperative. And during the same period, actually, pharma Producer Company it came in 2002, uh, this Permanent Producer Company Act uh, passed in the parliament. Actually, this Act came uh, with the understanding of the Cooperative uh, Review Committee, uh, which was uh, uh, formed under uh, chairmanship of uh, Mr. Y.K. Alag, uh, who was the former uh, uh, ex-union minister, and also who uh, was the director of uh, IRMA and also Anand Agriculture University. Uh, Dr. Kurian was part of that uh, review committee, Cooperative review Committee a lot of uh, stalwarts were uh, part of that committee so under their actual recommendation this uh, farmer producer company uh, company uh, comp- under company uh, is uh, came and uh, that was a actual uh, new hope for the uh, rural community and i uh, actually particularly understand the importance of this uh, farmer producer company uh, concept um, uh, due to my personal experience and also the surrounding cooperatives uh, their actual challenges so then I decided that uh, I will focus on uh, creating the uh, our own ecosystem. Uh, the production and post-service marketing, everything will focus uh, with our own uh, capacity. And for that, uh, we will create a, a collective effort. So in 2004, uh, actually, uh, I tried a, a small experiment for my own uh, grape export to uh, European countries. So I did uh, four containers export to uh, European market in 2004 and uh, actually mm-hmm. for my personal uh, level it was very difficult as uh, i had just two acre land in 2004 so i uh, actually bring uh, another 10 farmers together and then uh, with the, their uh common effort we did a four containers in 2004 and from there actually uh, we started a small journey as a collective effort 2004 to 2010 uh, we did a um, uh, progress on uh, creating the grape valuation. 2010, uh, uh, the main turning point came uh, when I realized that we need a, um, a legal structure instead of the proprietary firm. If it is a, a proper um, a producer company structure where every farmer will be shareholder and also uh, for the global market, uh, we need a better ecosystem, better uh, um, integrated infrastructure. Then we also need to bring a capital and technology. And for that uh, producer company is the right way so, with all this background, then uh, in 2010-11, we established uh, Sayadri Farmers producer company. Okay. How difficult was it
0: to convince other farmers to join? It was a definitely challenging situation
1: as um, uh, due to the failure of uh, cooperative in the surrounding area. No one was uh, ready to believe on uh, this concept. And uh, definitely, uh, to bring the farmer together and to create the um, uh, seed capital for the producer company, uh, it was not so, so easy. Actually, uh, um, I decided to uh, create the capital with a different route. So in two, uh, when we established a farmer producer company in 2010-11, uh, that time uh, our grape valuation was uh, established. Uh, we are doing uh, grape export regularly to Europe market, but that was my under my property firm. So I decided that uh, all the, my um, colleague farmer, will invite them to become the shareholder in the producer company. But uh, for that, uh, we'll not uh, ask... Uh, capital from them, we will not ask them to pay immediately uh, cash uh, to buy the shares. Instead of that, we will, whatever the trade we have established uh, from uh, the common farms to the market, in that we will keep the little bit margin. So anyway, actually at trade level, there was around 2-3% margin. So that margin, uh, instead of giving them immediately uh, back, we'll uh, keep that uh, margin as a share capital. So we issued uh, shares uh, instead of uh, giving them uh, cash. And through that, then the basic capital uh, we created in first place. But that actually uh, created a lot of confidence within the the, the farmers uh, who were together, me. So, in initial 100 uh, farmers who uh, which were together in 2010. So, obviously, then the, um, the trust built that uh, with the organization's effort, uh, we can go uh, fast, we can do better. And on the same year, in the 2000 year, when uh, we established a farmer producer company, that year, uh, actually, on the market side, in Europe market, we faced uh, one big uh, crisis. Actually, a lot of uh, Indian grapes uh, rejected uh, that year uh, due to one uh, residue issue. Uh, one um, food safety related issue, and that issue was created because of the uh, some government agency mistake, Nancy Graves and Apeda, who were controlling the grape export. But due to their one diligence, actually, uh, the uh, food safety system, uh, testing system failed, and that created the big issue on the commercial side. So that year, uh, on the personal side, I decided that uh, whatever the loss happened due to this crisis, uh, will not share with the member, I so will not ask the, my colleague farmer uh, to share the loss. And instead of that, uh, as a leader, I took that responsibility. That uh, um, I will uh, take this responsibility on personal level. I will solve this issue on the organization level. Uh, you don't need to take uh, the loss on your head. Um, all that loss will observe at the organization level. So that actually created a big uh, trust within the uh, all the, my uh, fellow uh, farmers. And then through that, then the also the capital creation system, which should develop. So I think uh, through this process, the first three four years uh, period, uh, organization move uh, forward, and also the trust uh, within the members, and then also the other farmers that start uh, building. And through that, then the journey started. After grapes, then uh, uh, other farmers also joined with the uh, organization. Tomato farmers, coconut farmers. And from the first day, we decided that as an organization, uh, we'll give the answer to all their problems. First, uh, the market-related challenges and also the input-side challenges. All uh, On all this front, uh, our uh, farmer, once uh, they uh, join the organization, they will get the uh, solution. So because of this, uh, the money thought, along uh, with me, my other team members all were, uh, from the different um, actual field, uh, some from the marketing um, uh, field, from uh, some from agronomy field, all were clear that uh, organization is created to solve the problems. So, we will not just uh, discuss the problem, we will focus on uh, solving the problems. So, because of this mindset, then the trust started building and the further story has created.
0: Okay. Uh, Mr. Shinde,
1: give us a sense
0: of how big is Sahiadri now, uh, your farmer network and uh, what are the commodities that you deal in? How much of it do you export and uh, supply in the domestic market?
1: Uh, From the beginning, uh, we kept the vision that uh, we'll create the complete integrated valuation for horticulture uh, farmers. So it will not be just uh, for the grape farmers. All the horticulture crops uh, which we are growing uh, surrounding Nasir districts, including pomegranate um, uh, mango guava uh, strawberry also vegetables um, tomatoes then leafy vegetables all these farmers uh, will bring under one valuation and uh, will try to create a complete uh, ecosystem of horticulture farmers uh, same like uh, amul amul dealing milk. Uh, milk amul actually focus only one product but uh, mm-hmm. we uh, understand that uh, horticulture is also having the same uh, potential like milk. Mm-hmm. But we need to bring uh, different crops under uh, one valuation, and uh, from that thought, then uh, the journey started. The first phase uh, is uh, obviously we focus on the uh, creating the grape valuation. But then, uh, as per the decided plan, all the different horticulture crops uh, we uh, together, and then the, through this uh, ecosystem is uh, has created. Currently, uh, like uh, Sayadri Grapes, we have uh, different uh, crop-wise pharma producer companies: Sayadi Grapes uh, Pharma Producer Company, Sayadi Oren Pharma Producer Company. Like the, the crop-wise pharma producer companies, uh, we have for the uh, production-related challenges. Then the main company, Sayadri Pharma Producer Company, who is a, um, a federation company. Uh, and this company is owned by uh, the grape growers, 726 grape growers, and also this uh, crop-wise pharma producer companies, and then uh, under this uh, main company Apex Company, we are doing all our export activity and also the institutional business, and we have subsidiary companies as a Sayadri Retail for B2C business and Sayadri chain uh, uh, Limited for B2B business. So under this structure, now uh, we have reached uh, to 42 countries, uh, including the European countries, U.S. market. Japan market, the Sayadri certified with uh, 21 uh, food safety certifications uh, from uh, Global Gap, then ISO 22,000, kosher, halal, then uh, USFDA,
0: mm-hmm.
1: BRC, like so many, whatever the certifications are in food safety uh, uh, standards, all are uh, uh, with Sayadri and uh, currently uh, 10,500 farmers are associated with Sayadri. 25,000 acre area, horticulture area is associated with Sayadri. Daily, we are handling 1,000 ton plus fruit and vegetable for export market and for domestic market in fresh and processed form. Uh, we have invested in uh, integrated uh, post service facility. Total investment uh, of around uh, 300 crore is done uh, till date. And uh, with this, uh, the investment is done on creating the post service infrastructure uh, where we have fresh uh, fruit and vegetable lines, process. Uh, uh, fruit and vegetable lines uh, like the frozen lines, SFT processing lines. Then we have uh, validated production lines, ketchup, jams, uh, frozen products. And then uh, along with that, we have also invested in uh, backing activities uh, where the farmer facility center is established in the campus, uh, testing facilities, soil water testing, residual testing facilities, weather sessions. And then we, we are supplying around uh, 13,000 uh, different agri uh, inputs to our members. So uh, this is all, uh, actually, uh, the complete ecosystem is all well in the last uh, 10 years period. Okay. Mr. Shinde,
0: how has uh, the income of farmers over this decade improved, especially the members of uh, Sahyadri? I
1: think uh, grapes uh, uh, currently, only 4% uh, our crop is exported to European market. And around uh, 6% uh, is going in the other uh, overseas market like Bangladesh and uh, nearby market. And then the remaining 90% is uh, sold out in the domestic market. So -hmm. the price difference between the domestic market and the export market is huge. Mm -hmm. So last five years period, uh, if you take uh, only for the um, assumption, uh, in last five years period, the average price uh, which we pay to our um, grape farmer is uh, 67 rupees. So from uh, 50 to 90 rupees uh, was the range, but average is 67 rupees. And during the same period, the domestic um, market uh, was paying 35 rupees. So it is almost uh, double uh, revenue uh, actually uh, our farmers received due to the uh, export market. And also, uh, along with Sayadri, there are other farmers uh, who are uh, doing export uh, through private trades. But compared to them also, our returns are uh, 10% higher uh, consistently from last five years because the profit which is generated at trade level, that is going back to the farmer again. This is on the uh, sales side. On the actual uh, on the farm production side, the productivity is, uh, is improved uh, from uh, 10 ton to uh, 12.5 ton. And the main, uh, the difference is on quality side. Before um, uh, 2010, one ton uh, if a farmer um, uh, harvest for export, that was also a big achievement uh, for that farmer. But now from one ton, our farmers actually uh, reach to 8 ton uh, per uh, acre uh, exportable harvest. So that actually, the quality improvement is a big uh, uh, difference, uh, uh, which actually uh, came to, to this collective effort, because of continuous uh, uh, training, continuous uh, support on the agronomy side, connecting them with the right uh, uh, global uh, agronomist, uh, then giving them exposure to the global uh, uh, grape farming, So, due to this all, uh, actually, continuous effort, the farmers, their uh, thought process changed. Uh, Our farmers, actually, uh, they started thinking from the consumer angle, um, the consumer who is buying grapes in Germany, consumer is buying grapes in UK, uh, what is their expectation, how um, uh, they are thinking on the food safety side. So, all that uh, thought uh, uh, from the beginning uh, came in the farmer's uh, mind due to this collective effort. And due to this, uh, this uh, quality improvement happened. And quality improvement means... uh, that uh, obviously, uh, as a price, uh, as, as the market is double, so definitely that uh, uh, created a big uh, revenue uh, difference for the our farmers. Uh, uh, like grapes, then the same effort um, uh, happened on the tomato side, as tomato is also our main crop. Uh, grape is a perennial crop and tomato is a seasonal crop. So a lot of farmers, uh, they have uh, both crops in the Nassi um, uh, area. In tomato, due to our post service facility, we set up... Uh, a tomato paste uh, production facility, then tomato ketchup uh, from production facility. So due to this uh, infrastructure, we could uh, secure our farmers on in case of the glut situations. So our tomato farmers, mm-hmm. there are assured uh, uh, to get a minimum 4 rupees uh, uh, in any case. Though there are uh, uh, other farmers are throwing uh, tomato on the road and uh, they are not getting um, 1 rupees. In that time also our farmers, uh, uh, they got uh, 4 rupees due to this uh, post-service infrastructure and also connecting uh, to the right market. So uh, there are, uh, I think, uh, a lot of such interventions which we did uh, in the last 10 years, and uh, okay. they're all uh, they're overall uh, creating the impact on uh, members.
0: Okay. Uh, Mr. Shinde, would it be fair to say that uh, for this to succeed, an FPO model to succeed, there has to be a very strong export orientation you know, to get better prices. Uh, uh, otherwise, you, you will rely on low-value domestic markets alone. Because from what you are saying, that seems to have made a big difference.
1: I think uh, in domestic market also, there are um, huge opportunities. But the, due to the our fragmented uh, supply chain, so farmer is not getting the right price. Between farmer and consumer, there are multiple layers uh, in fruit and vegetables. Uh, if you see, at least uh, four to uh, seven layers are there uh, from uh, farm to the consumer uh, ecosystem. So, actually, that is creating a main issue uh, due to this uh, traditional EPMC structure. Uh, farmer um, uh, has a limited um, market opportunities. So, that is the one reason. Otherwise, in domestic market also, if a farmer will uh, connect with, directly with the uh, consumer through one or two uh, middlemans, uh, like um, uh, if uh, farmers are organized as a farmer producer company and uh, in the consumer side, uh, there are organized retailers. So, definitely, uh, within these two... Uh, the uh, links, uh, farmer can connect uh, with the consumer and definitely his return can become uh, better. So, this is then, uh, actually uh, happening in the uh, domestic market uh, just in the uh, last few years and in the coming years. Definitely, there will be a, a, a same situation like Euro market. In Europe Euro market, uh, market uh, if you see currently 80% retail business is organized. So, if I am selling in Europe market, I am uh, as a producer company directly connecting with the uh, organized retail. And through that, then I, uh, I can get the better return and also the uh, security on the trade side. So I think in domestic market, once uh, the new uh, ecosystem start, uh, started developing, uh, then in the coming years, uh, domestic market will also become a big opportunity to get a better relation. As uh, okay. currently, a uh, farmer is selling in the domestic market. And so at wholesale price, definitely uh, the returns are not uh, good. Mm-hmm.
0: Mr. Chinde, why are farmers in other parts of the country struggling to organize themselves in this manner? You know, We read about many FPOs failing to take off or they remain defunct or just on paper. Uh, why is that happening?
1: See, I think uh, FPC is like a vehicle. Only by establishing apc FPC, nothing will change. For a vehicle, you need a uh, right a driver also. Then uh, the people who are sitting in the vehicle, they will reach to the destination uh, with the... Uh, their uh, set goals. Okay. So, I think the management, the FPC management, FPC leadership is a, a big um, uh, area where we need to focus. We are just uh, bringing farmer together on paper and uh, we are creating uh, any legal entity. But the people who are taking uh, the lead, who are driving uh, the organizations, so their understanding about the um, organization's uh, vision, their intention, and their capacity, their capability. So all these factors also, I think, uh, important for uh, creating the right impact. So there, uh, I think government are also the, um, the people who are working in this segment, they need to focus that how we can uh, bring talent in agriculture, how we can uh, uh, actually encourage the uh, rural youth, specifically the agriculture graduates who are uh, having the technical background, uh, who understand the agriculture sector in a better way, how we can encourage uh, such uh, agriculture graduates to lead uh, such organization, and with the vision and also with the intention for the better development of the community. So I think uh, this factor is missing. We are just uh, creating the vehicle. So right drivers to create the right drivers that is also equally important. So I think that on that part, uh, we are missing. Mm-hmm. At Sahih Adri,
0: did you manage to hire
1: professionals
0: uh, from the private sector, people who, who may have been in the food or FMCG business to help you run some parts of, of your business?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, from the beginning, uh, we focus on uh, creating the strong uh, director board and also the strong uh, team for management. So our director board uh, is actually um, uh, is a completely a professional uh, people. The all are from the farmers, but uh, everybody is having uh, some uh, capacity. Uh, one director is MC agri, uh, who spent uh, his uh, almost 15 years in um, agriculture, particularly grape uh, agronomy. And Then uh, one director is a market expert. He actually uh, did uh, his uh, actually by pro, uh, education, he is engineering, but actually he spent his uh, 15 years uh, in international marketing. Then one director uh, is from uh, finance background. So uh, such uh, people who are actually uh, basically farmers but are having the some expertise on the overall uh, business side. So they are leading the organization and in uh, our uh, team, our senior management. So um, we have now uh, people from the infrastructure companies like uh, uh, our um, R&D head. He's actually ex-Britannia. Then uh, our uh, retail CEO, he's an ex-banker. He came from the Citibank. Then the farm operation team uh, also includes some people from uh, 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 AXIS bank. So like that, uh, the people having the versatile experience and um, also passion to work for agriculture. So all these are our team members. They're actually uh, uh, creating the um, big difference. Uh, does,
0: Does the FPO model also help you to lower the cost of capital? Uh, to be able to access credit from banks uh, to expand your operations?
1: The, uh, once the negotiation uh, power is created at one point, definitely uh, that helps a lot. Uh, for the um, uh, finance side, at organization level uh, uh, we have uh, bankers like uh, Citibank, then uh, AXIS Bank, uh, DCB Bank, all our private banks. Just uh, recently we added uh, Bank of Marshall, National Bank and uh, we have also uh, fund from uh, FMO Netherlands Bank. So all these bankers actually, uh, they supported uh, Sayadri just because of the understanding that uh, we are moving on the right direction. So Sayadri is a sustainable organization is a from the, from the beginning profit making organization. So this power which Sayadri has created that attracts uh, all these bankers. Otherwise private bankers, uh, they're not ready to support any APC. And the members, okay. uh, actually all our members, they're also getting advantage because of the, this uh, negotiation power now. a crop loans uh, which our farmers are getting, so at that level and also the term loans uh, uh, the farmers are using at both uh, this, um, actually the credit need, uh, credit need level. Now uh, uh, all the, our bankers, uh, they gave a better credit limit and also the negotiated uh, uh, interest rate. Give us an example, example of-, of how this uh, we have uh, limits uh, set up with uh, state, uh, state Bank, uh, with Axis Bank, with Ratnakar Bank, with the DCB Bank for our uh, the farmers, uh, their crop uh, loan requirements. And all these uh, bankers, they are giving uh, a, um, uh, credit limits from 2 lakh to 20 lakhs as per the farmer's land based on our corporate guarantee. Mm-hmm. There is no uh, collateral uh, guarantee from the farmer. It is just based on our uh, company's collateral guarantee. Banks are giving this limit. And these limits are uh, actually negotiated at an uh, uh, interest rate of uh, between 8 to 9.5%. So uh, independently, farmer is going uh, in any bank for a crop loan. So currently, uh, actually from 10 to 10.5%, a uh, lot of farmers are um, actually um, uh, they asked by bank to pay this interest. 1% to 1.5% average rate uh, interest rate uh, saving. That happens due to this uh, negotiation power. Okay. Okay.
0: And this must also be helping you to uh, negotiate better prices when it comes to inputs like seeds or or, or uh, pesticides and fertilizers?
1: Yeah, um, uh, as I said, uh, at our Farber facility Center, we have more than uh, 12,000 uh, different uh, agri-input SQs. Uh, we are a distributor for all major uh, input companies uh, from Bayer, Syngenta, and uh, Raleigh. Uh, we are also importing uh, soluble fertilizers uh, with our own uh, import license. So uh, instead of uh, buying one uh, bag, if I am buying in containers, definitely uh, the, uh, because of the scale price will change, and that advantage is uh, actually uh, passed on to the farmer. Mm-hmm. So at least two to five percent minimum uh, on the pesticide, side. I mean fertilizer from ten to fifteen percent uh, saving happened uh, due to uh, producer companies' uh, initiative on uh, input side.
0: Uh, Mr. Shindya, what would be your advice to anyone uh, or a group of farmers wanting to start an FPO? What are the things that they should do and what are the things that they should be careful of avoiding?
1: I think uh, all our uh, Indian farmers, uh, they have only uh, two options. One is uh, to come together and create a scale and also a strong negotiation power. And uh, through this negotiation power, uh, they could uh, solve their problems and another option is uh, just uh, leave the farming because uh, independently if i am uh, doing then uh, whatever the effort i will put whatever the expertise i will have whatever the capital i will put i will not succeed so though, uh, this is the only way that uh, you need uh, to uh, come together because on individual level uh, you cannot scale up that is not going to happen due to uh, the land prices and also the because of the government then uh, I think then uh, we need to focus uh, on uh, making this path uh, sustainable without the government. We should depend upon government, why we should uh, depend on the outside. Let's, so let's creating our own uh, internal strength. And that much power we'll have uh, definitely in the uh, agriculture sector. If I'm putting one seed in uh, land, I'm getting 1,000 seeds. So 1,000 times multiplication is happening in agriculture it means it should be the most profitable business. But it is not happening, only uh, you are uh, getting exploited uh, due to your uh, uh, lack of your negotiate power. So the, uh, with the proper organization structure, definitely uh, we can change the life. So that trust uh, should come uh, within the all the farmer uh, producer companies leadership. That uh, this is the, definitely with the organization's effort, lot of change uh, they will bring in their uh, the members' life. So with this trust, they need to keep everything in mind. I think this is the first point. Then the second point, uh, as an organization, we need to think that the aggregation is purely a business now. It is not uh, just a way of life or it is not a culture. This is a purely a business. And as a business, now you are competing in the global market. Mm-hmm. Though you are a small farmers, so you created an organization with the, all the small farmers, uh, their um, collectivization. But you have to fight now in the global market, you have to fight with the American farmer, you have to fight with the South American farmers, Australian farmers, who are having the big scale areas, then the capital, and then the marketing capital cities. So the last point, um, which I want to keep this, that this is the actual competition on global market, and uh, we need to prepare for this competition. There is no alternative. So uh, whatever uh, our current uh, situation, we have no capital, we have no uh, talent, we, we have no uh, linkages with the market. All these issues uh, are there. But um, we have to now fight with the, um, all this situation. And actually, as a uh, organization leader, yeah, this is your now challenge to uh, handle this situation and uh, to overcome all these issues and uh, create a difference your uh, fellow colleagues and your uh, shareholders. So I think uh, everybody now needs to be uh, ready for, to take up this challenge. To fighting the global competition with this to effort and uh, to make the farming uh, really profitable uh, venture for all our uh, their uh, stakeholders then real change will happen in the community so i think this is a mission for everyone now so with this uh, mission mind uh, we need to focus uh, the uh, this fpo ecosystem
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Jinde, for your time. And we hope this happens uh, for the uh, food security and farmers' prosperity of the country. Thank you very much. Thank you. Goodbye. And uh, until we meet next time, God bless. Thank you.